Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode eight of the Yardback Sports Podcast. This is Young Skip, and I'm joined by Dog 500 and S. Quiggs. And today, we're going to be giving you guys our backyard briefing picks, and we'll preview the very exciting NBA restart. So without further ado, let's get into it. I go by the name of Jermaine Dupree. Dope man fresh in the place to be. And, Very exciting week, boys. We've been waiting so long for this. This is the first time in podcast history, yardback history, that we are actually like talking about real games and sports. This is very exciting. Very, very exciting. I could see on other pieces how pumped we are. So let's get right into it. Before we get into the NBA, um, as we're recording right now, the Thursday night games. So there's already two games that are happening. Um, But Let's start with the backyard briefing picks. I'm kind of thirsty right now. Let's hit the beverage cart up. Sean, what are you sipping on this week? I'm sticking with basketball. I'm sticking with Ben Simmons. He shot a three. He's shooting threes. Hey. If he does that, the kid's different. If Ben Simmons shoots him, and he doesn't even have to make him, guys. If my man just shoots him, Ben Simmons could be different. So I'm sipping on that. I was hyped to see him shoot some threes. I'm not even a Sixers fan. But I was hyped to see him shoot some threes. Shooter, shoot, dude. Shooter, shoot. You gotta, get that, gotta get that confidence, man. You gotta be a baller. Needs to figure that out. Cause if he can pull that off, same thing with Giannis. Giannis is working on it. But if those two guys can start shooting, it's it's gonna be deadly for me. Yeah, it's yeah. over for the league, that's for sure. All right, Connor, what are you sipping on? All right, well, first off, Nolan, I didn't even realize that. This is the first podcast we're doing with live sports. That's pretty yeah, sick. That's crazy. Games, so that's huge. That's a huge accomplishment for uh, this pot, this podcast. So keep it up, guys. I love it. Hey, we made it. We made it. I'm pretty, yeah, pretty much. Uh, but this week I'm sipping on the MLB rule changes. Um, so a couple big ones popping out. We got the playoff format and the new double headers, which are seven innings. Um, so at this point, I, I don't care about the integrity of baseball. Uh, if people complain about some of these rule changes, as that. Um, the baseball's already juiced, integrity's gone in the game. It's all about creating chaos. Yeah, and thank you. And I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I played nine inning doubleheaders. It's a long freaking day. So I'm all for these seven inning games. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's smart, you know, especially in the 60 game season, there's got to be some sacrifices, some changes made. And I think it's not something I really was, I was expecting coming into the season, but I think it is a smart move. So good on, uh, good on the MLB for that. Um, my beverage cart is Joe Kelly, not the hero that we need, but the one that we deserve. Thank you. First of all, round of applause for Joe Kelly. Thank you for doing what every baseball fan has been waiting for for months. Some retaliation to the Astros. Um, so, but also this is my beverage cart. This also could be the bonfire for Rob Manfred. Eight games. Are you serious? Yeah. Eight games, dude. It's ridiculous. It's my bonfire. Yeah, okay. So, okay. <laughs> but, so, I won't talk about any more. So, let's just jump straight into the bonfire. Connor, you start. Go. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I mean, it goes deeper than that. I think Rob Manfred is now officially um, so soft and the worst commissioner, hands down. He topped all the other ones. Um, and him and I go way back, back to when he called the fake rain delay in 2016 World Series. Yeah. We all know that was a fake rain delay just, fake. just to kill the home crowd's momentum. Because Chicago was the away team. So, that's all. I mean, 
it's over. Cancel Rob Manfred. Yeah, dude. I mean, think about this. Joe Kelly, who's already served one game of his suspension, has gotten more discipline than the entire Houston Astros team, like the players it, itself, for That's actually crazy. cheating in the 2017 season. It yeah. was cool, though. Joe Kelly is – he's kind of got a, a track record for that. So they said part of the suspension was his <laughs> past behaviors. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's fair. I mean, I get it, but who cares, man? T- take that eight-game suspension with pride. America loves you. We got your back, Joe, dude. That's all oh my God. Him. He didn't even hit him. He just scared him a little bit. No, and then he was just, he was just chirping him after, dude. Just, you know, love it. Absolutely love it. Thank you, Joe Kelly. But, yeah, Rob Manfred, you're, you're ridiculous, dude. All right, Sean, what you throwing in the bonfire? Um, so I was watching the game the other day, and, and it was on Fox. In the CGI crowd, I'm not a fan of that. I'm throwing that in the bonfire. I did not like that because I just don't like it. I'd rather see the cardboard cutout, something like that. I just wasn't a fan of the CGI. It was tripping me out. It didn't look real good. Um, I know there's nobody there. Um, I think they do a great job with, you know, the fake crowd coming through through the TV and stuff. But um, – the CGI, I'm not with that. I didn't like that at all. I'm throwing that. Get rid of that. Just put up ads or something, man. I know nobody's there. We know. Don't CGI it. Keep it empty. Do something else. I'm yeah. not with that. It was yeah. tripping me out, man. Yeah, dude, it is weird, man. I, I think, I think, yeah, just Fox does it, I think. Yeah, um, it was tripping me out because I was watching, and I'm seeing in the center field that there's nobody out there, and then a pop-up happens, and the crowd looks full, and I'm like, yo, what the hell is that? I was like, what, 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 what? I was like, I was like, what the hell is going on here? Like, I'm like, nah. yeah. And then they showed they showed one from the side, and you could see them, and it literally looked like the crowd and like Madden. Like it literally looked like they just took the crowd and Madden and put it into the stands. And I was like, dude, just just keep the cutouts or something. I I don't know. I wasn't with that. I feel like they're trying to do too much with that. Get rid of that. That's I love that they're doing in the NBA with the pumping and the 2K player sound and all that stuff. Yeah. The yeah. NBA's got it, I think, on lock. But, yeah, the MLB, I didn't know Fox was doing that. I haven't caught a game on Fox yeah. yet. Yeah, yeah catch a game on Fox. It's, yeah. it's trippy. It's like they're not – because they're not there all the time. It like, uh, it'll be when a pop-up happens, then all of a sudden the, the crowd, there's people in the outfield. It's like, yeah, what, what the cool. hell? I was just looking in the outfield. Yeah, well, tonight's uh, Indians-Twins game. It's on Fox. And uh, Frankie, Frankie Lindor hit a home run in the third inning. And obviously the CGI crowd's everywhere, and you know that's the, where the ball landed. And I was on Twitter, and some dude like tweeted under the video, and was like, "Oh, they got fans in Minnesota? Like completely serious? <laughs> dude, come on now, yeah, dude, yeah. Uh, they got to get rid of that. It's just it's weird. I I I'm, I'm with you on that one. Yeah. Uh, my bonfire, stick with the MLB. Um, I want to throw the entire state of Florida into the bonfire. Do it. Uh, as of now, 17 Miami Marlins plus I believe two coaches have tested positive for COVID between opening day and Tuesday of this week. And I, I was reading uh, Bob Nightingale, who's a very trusted MLB insider, said that a couple days before the season opener, Miami was playing a summer camp game against the Braves, and a few players went out that night in Atlanta. And that's there's nothing confirmed, but that's probably what started the spread. So throw the Marlins, throw, the, throw Florida, throw Miami in the bonfire. They ruined already, I believe, they, they've messed up their own schedule, Baltimore's schedule, Philadelphia's schedule. It's just, it's all a mess. The Yankees, too. So, Florida, get out of here. I'm done with Florida. They're ridiculous. Florida's whack. I, when we went there for the honeymoon, we drove right past the Minnesota Twins, 
uh, practice and what is it, spring training facility? Yeah. And they turned those into COVID testing sites. So Florida, every time we drove past it, Florida is just like, <laughs> hell of people lined up. I'm sure it's like that everywhere, but just see that like magnitude like that at the at the training facility for baseball is wild. Dude, it's crazy, man. It's a, I mean, the weather's beautiful. I get it, but dude, just stay home, stay away. It's not that hard, man. Florida. I think I think we go and I think we we chisel right under Georgia. Let's all dig and just push. Let's <laughs> just send Florida out. Let's just That's push them. Just cut them out. Just cut them out, and they can come back. Just during this time, let's just kind of just just push them out. Yeah, seriously, it's it's they gotta relax. All right, move into the slip and slide section. I'll start us off, Sean. This kind of goes with you were saying. Um, so I'm gonna do. I like personally. I I don't like the CGI. I don't like the whatever Fox is doing. But it, honestly. Watching MLB games and now these NBA games with no fans, I kind of like it for some reason. I mean, obviously, you know, come playoff time, the atmosphere is not going to be the same, and that's that's going to suck. But like right now, like you're just watching sports, you know? Like, you know, I, every time I watch a baseball game, there's always someone in the crowd near a hot mic that's whistling or making some kind of stupid noise throughout the game. You don't hear any of that here. So I think it's kind of cool. I mean, I don't think it really adds. Obviously, it doesn't add anything to the game, but, like, you know, it's just – you know, you just watch the sports. It's nice. So, I hot take. I do like the no crowd. I, I think I think it's cool. So yeah, I think I was just talking to my man Steve. Shout out Steve. Um, I said that same exact thing. Like it's cool now. It's not that bad. Um, I but know. I think I think you're right. Come playoff time. Come finals. Come you know World Series. At that right, that is when it's gonna be. That's when it's gonna be the most obvious. There's no one out there. Especially yeah. in baseball, man. I mean, the atmosphere yeah. in baseball is, I think, unlike any other sport. And to not have that, that's good. That, that is going to be weird. But yeah. But all right, Sean, what what are you slipping and sliding on this week? So not to you know toot my own horn, but you know, last week, a couple weeks ago, I said Tyson was going to come back and fight, and I think a day later, Tyson is they signed a deal to fight. So I'm not tooting my own horn. I'm not saying I call stuff, nothing like that. But what I'm Going on the slip and slide with is, did you see that I, Jake Paul and Nate Robinson are fighting the undercard? Yep. I think that fight's going to end quicker than the Tyson fight. What That's my slip and slide. I, I think Nate Robinson's got a lot of dog in him, but, I mean, Jake Paul is 6'1". He's like 24 like he's got the length, the height. He's in. I don't know. I don't know about better shape, but I know Jake Paul has some fights under his belt already. Yeah. I don't know, man. I he's just a big dude compared to Nate. He's a big dude. I think. I think that might end quicker than the Tyson fight. I am interested in that more than the Tyson fight. I'll say. I, I, I'm not saying that, but like I'm interested in both a lot. <laughs> like I'm interested in both. I think Jake Jake Paul might. Um, I hope I'm wrong because I like Nate, but I, I don't. Not that I like Nate, I don't really like the Paul brothers, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, I got yeah, I got no feelings for him, but like, I mean, Jake I Paul, think he, Jake he has been training. Work. He's been training as a boxer for about I think he's been training. Years, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think you know, I think Jake is is gonna work <laughs> work Nate. I, I no, I yeah, I'm with I'm with you on that. I am excited to see it. I mean, that, yeah. that should be a really interesting night of fights, dude. That, that's, that's yeah. That's I wonder if there's gonna be anyone else on on board. Any of these other, you know. YouTube celebrities or, you know, anybody coming back in and, and hopping on, on the undercard. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think this is a trend now that, like, 
you know, YouTubers and, you know, um, like social media guys. I feel like they, this is what they're doing now, you know? They're just boxing yeah. and fighting. So good yeah. for them. Make some money. Why not? Get into a fight. Do it. Yeah, for sure. All right, Connor. What's your slip and slide pick this week? All right. So last week I told y'all about MJ's Last Dance being on Netflix. So I finally started watching some of it. Got through the famous episode seven where people were right. It's probably the best one, at least best one of the seven I've seen so far. Um, and you learn some cool facts in there. Like Terry Francona was the manager of MJ when he was down in double A. Didn't know that. It makes sense why Terry Francona is such a good manager now. Yeah. It makes so much sense. He's got, he's got that MJ killer in him. He's got that. He was, he dealt with the MJ circus. That was MJ circus when it came to Birmingham. Dude, that's true. I didn't really think about that. I mean, I mean, uh, I saw a stat the other day to switch gears into baseball real quick. Uh, speaking of Tito Francona, the Indians have the most wins in the American League since he took over in 2013. Did see that? Yeah, we've had that. The cool graph. I loved it. Yeah, that was the little like the bars were moving and stuff. That was sick. Well, yeah, dude, Michael Jordan. He's you, 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 you could thank Indians fans. You could thank Michael Jordan for the Indians' latest success. Uh, so I mean. Yeah. After Jordan, you got Manny Ramirez. What a character that probably was. Like that whole Boston team that he managed the World Series. Yeah. Since that documentary, I've been on a quest to to have every single Jordan one through fourteen. So I'm gonna buy one pair of every ones. I have ones, elevens, thirteens, and fourteens right now. So I'm I'm on a quest to buy every single Jordan. And All right, we got to keep track of that. Nolan, I want you to make a graphic. Yeah, I got you. Make, make a graphic, and, and we'll start. But blow up the bag on all the Jordans. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I got you. All right, all right, yeah. They'll be up on Twitter. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll keep track of uh, Sean's uh, shoe addiction for, for Michael Jordan. All right, now let's move into the exciting part of this podcast. We're going to talk about the NBA season. It is finally back after a three-and-a-half-month-long hiatus. Um. First of all, boys, what are you most excited for in this restart? Sean, kick it off. Um, I'm excited to see the flow, the flow of the games. You know, the only way to be in shape for basketball is to play basketball. So I want to see, you know, what, you know, what the flow looks like, what the substitutions look like, you know, to see if there's – if they go on, on some sort of, like, limit restrictions on some players just to kind of ease them in or if they dive all the way back in and, and, and everything's a go. Um, this is just kind of see how the games are managed and the game flow is something I'm excited to see how it's done. Cause you know, it's just uncharted territory. I don't know how to, you know, how do you manage that? Yeah. You know, something, something that I've uh, been thinking about too. So we've seen in years past teams like uh, Denver, Utah, especially out West, they have very good regular seasons. They get a top seed and they usually get bounced in the playoffs once they play, you know, the, the top heavy teams. Um, and a lot of people attribute that to the fact that they aren't as talented but they're very well coached and they play hard. So they do, they win the regular season games when, you know, guys like LeBron are taking nights off and whatnot. But now that, you know, eight seeding games and then the playoffs, now everyone's going to be at the, essentially the same point where all the teams that are like, you know, the, the gritty teams that grind out regular season wins. I mean, they're at the same point as the teams, you know, led by LeBron and Paul George and Kawhi. So I'm kind of interested to see how that's going to work, you know, because yeah. now that, you know, the Nuggets aren't going to be burnt out come playoff time. It could be – it could get really interesting in the playoffs. Yeah. That's something I'm looking for. I'm, I'm looking forward to. Kyra, what about you? Uh, so there's a couple of things I'm really looking forward to. First off, since the Cavaliers aren't in it, 
we can pick whatever team we want to root for. So, in doing that, I got my two teams. I got the New Orleans Pelicans. I think they're super young, fun, and exciting. They lost earlier to the Jazz, but they won the first half, so that's all that matters. They're fun and exciting. Um, and then the other team, I'm rooting for, obviously, the Lakers. You got LeBron James. I'm, I'm hoping they could do, pull some off, especially now that they got J.R. Smith. Um, to see him and LeBron back on the same team is going to be fun as hell. I was watching one of their scrimmages, and J.R. was doing J.R. things, just hitting six to seven three-pointers, throwing behind-the-back passes. I'm excited to watch the Lakers play with J.R. and LeBron back. Dude, and you bring up a good team, the, uh, the Pelicans. I mean, I don't know a team – that's lost a star player like someone like Anthony Davis and was able to turn it into what they turned it into. You know what I mean? You lose Anthony Davis and you get, you got um, Lonzo, um, what's his name? Uh, Ingram, you get Zion in the draft. I mean, they, they did a fantastic job on, on rebuilding that so quick. You know, they, they did great with it. You know, a lot of these teams get like, left in the dust man like when lebron leaves they, they, they stink well you yeah. do so they got well andrew holiday the other pelican yeah alvin gentry good coach yeah but what ties it all together is my man david griffin the best gm this league's ever seen yes sam yes. Presti in oklahoma is pretty impressive too yeah but yeah. Dave, dave griffin is why the pelicans turned around so quick and and they had some luck with the rig lottery probably with zion falling in their lap yeah that was nice yeah, the <laughs> I mean, the NBA has got to throw the Pelicans a bone after losing AD, you know? Yeah, they yeah. did with the Cavs. They did the Cavs. Every time LeBron left, they threw us a yeah. bone. Yeah. We took Anthony Bennett that one year. Jesus. Oh, Dude, my God. Was... What is he doing now, Anthony Bennett? Is he even playing? He's No, he's – um. I think he's overseas somewhere. He's, like, killing it overseas, though. But yeah, probably. I remember he – I think he was, like, 0 for 15 to start his career from three-point with the Cavs. That was that was a disaster. Um. But talking about the teams you can root for, I like that. I didn't even think about that. But I've been watching this. So, Connor, you, uh, a couple episodes back, you said the Heat were going to go to the NBA Finals. So, I don't know if that's still your same same pick. But I was watching a scrimmage game last week. I kind of like the Heat. I'm not saying they're going all the way. But they're a fun team to watch. And I think I'm going to be rooting for them out the East. I, yeah. They're fun, man. They're a lot of fun to watch. Jimmy Butler, I, like – those guys rally around Butler, and he's got a good personality. He's He works his ass off. He's fun to watch play. Yeah, he is. And another team, I also really like the Raptors, too, because, again, I the, the same theme. What? Theme, all right, same, same theme of uh, – I'm just saying who I'm rooting for. I'm not saying they're winning obviously. Who am I rooting for? No, we hear you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> because I'm saying, talking about losing a star player and not completely plummeting. Oh, I mean, yeah. They're the second-best team in the East right now. I mean, record-wise, obviously. But, no, that's fair. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, so I'm rooting for them too. Uh, I don't know why you guys are making fun of me, because but you'll see. You'll see Ra- Raptors Heat Eastern Conference Finals. I'm booking it right now. Nah, the Raptors can't because I worked with this dude, Mr. Rodney, and like months ago, he swore the Raptors were going to win the finals. And if he does, I don't work there anymore, so I'm they they could do it. He wouldn't let me live it down. He would just talk about it all the time. So the Raptors can't win for that. But I'm rooting for the Greek freak, man. I love that dude. Yeah. Would, uh, would, would a Raptors back-to-back be the most impressive back-to-back uh, championship in, in league history? It would, it would be up there. You know, it would be, it would be impressive. I, I'll say that because, you know, after they lost Kawhi and stuff, I, I, would, I would give it to him. I, you have to give it to him. 
Yeah, yeah. and you can't and count he, the rest because their head coach is smart as hell. What, Nick? Uh, Nick Nurse, I think. Yes. Nurse, yeah, great head coach. I yeah. saw a video on him the one time of, like, the actual, like, things they run up and stuff. And, I mean, I, I bet every NBA coach has their genius. But that dude, from what I saw, was pretty impressive. Yeah, that would be up there, Nolan. I, I don't know where it would rank, but as far as back-to-backs go, that would definitely be up there because, yeah. you know, you lose players like that and you're back and win it the next year. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, what I'm most excited for, it's been a big storyline within the last week. So right now, the 3-6 matchup in the West, as it currently stands, it could change, is Houston versus Denver. And now Houston made headlines when they traded Clint Compella to Atlanta um, as they went completely small ball of a lineup of Russell Westbrook, Eric Gordon, James Harden, uh, Robert Covington, and P.J. Tucker at center. Well, the Denver Nuggets decided to counter with the tall ball, which um, features – one second. Let me make sure I get every name right. So they got Nikolai Jokic, Jeremy Grant, but the secret weapon, Bull Bull, <laughs> Paul Millsap, and Mason Plumley. The shortest man on that on that lineup is six seven Paul Millsap. He's he's already like he's at six seven. He is taller than every Rockets player that they put on the court. So we see that first round matchup. Hypothetically speaking, who do you guys got a seven game set? Tall ball or small ball? I mean, I would have to say tall ball. I unless with the caveat that Houston attacks the paint, gets those guys in foul trouble. And to go with that, shoot an unreal percentage from three. They yeah. have to. Because any miss, you have to assume they ain't getting a rebound, yeah. right? Yeah, they're not getting any offensive boards. You know, depending on foul trouble and a high percentage, I got, I'm going tall ball. Yeah. Yeah, I'm torn on this one. Because on one hand, if you think one game, I think you go small ball, uh, mainly because you got the better players in Westbrook and Harden. And you're always going to side with the better players on the floor. Mm-hmm. But looking at a seven-game series, and you got those big trees down there with Denver, and a lot of the offense goes through them. It's all about that rebounding that they can provide, and you just wear just, down. The, yeah, the team wears down, and it's a, it's a tough call. But over seven game over seven game series, you got to think that all those bigs are going to have some kind of effect on the six six guys. You yeah. can't. It's just it's basketball. It's size. It matters. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, unless like James Harden, unless James and Russ go off, I just – I don't know, man. They're tall. I will say, if it comes down to a game seven, I think Rockets pulled out just better players. Yeah, yeah that's a good call there. They're the two that's best players call. on the floor. Yeah. If true. I had to predict, though, Nuggets in six. Yeah, I just feel like, you know, uh, there's so much – there's so much flexibility with the Nuggets tall ball because they don't have to – just run tall ball, you know? Yeah. yeah. They still got Jamal Murray. They still got um, – And Jamal Murray slept on. Jamal Murray is a dog. Still got Gary Harris. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. tall ball could just be, hey, we're going to start the third quarter and just bully them down low. Wear yeah. them out, clear them down, and then we're going to put Murray back in. He's going to drop 20 on their head. You know what I'm saying? Like, Well, we'll be able to see a glimpse of it because I know the Rockets play the Bucks. Yeah. So, that will be a little, a little glimpse of that to see how they compare against a much taller lineup. Yeah. Seriously. So, yeah, I'm really interested in that, dude. I Bull Bull for a second. Oh, my gosh. I think he might be my favorite player in this restart currently. I'm so excited to watch him play in these seeding games. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's, it's crazy, though, that he fell all the way to the second round. But, like, I kind of get it. 
but he's either going to make the Denver Nuggets look like the smartest franchise in NBA history, or he's going to like tear his ACL in the third game and never play again. It's yeah, one right. or the other. It's one or the other. He's going to be a great player, or he's unfortunately probably going to get injured too much and not play. So yeah, I um, think I think he's going to be good for a long time. I, I do. I, I like him a lot. If he can stay healthy, man. I mean, yeah. the sky's the limit. Literally. I mean, seriously. But he's 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 he can shoot. He can handle. He's quick. He can play defense. He can pass. It's just. He's, when, when you're that tall, man, it's just it takes a toll on your body just playing any game, you know? Yeah. All right. Speaking of teams, though, let's give a revised look at the playoffs now. You know, what teams are you most confident in to go all the way or go far at least? What teams are your dark horse or sleepers? Sean, I feel like you've got some good answers, so go first. Um, I'm, I'm sticking with Boston and L.A., um, I feel confident in Boston and L.A. for obvious reasons. And the Lakers, um, not the Clips. Even though the Clips are a good pick, too, you can't go wrong with the Clips. I just think the Lakers and Boston I feel real good about um, as my locks. And then my sleeper team is, is – I'm going back to my um, beverage cart here. Um, Ben Simmons and the Sixers. If Ben Simmons can stretch that floor and they can stay healthy and they can attack and and bead plays, I mean, they're not the deepest team, but they're talented. You know, Tobias Harris and those guys, if they can get going, I think watch out for Philly, especially yeah. if Ben Simmons gets rolling, especially if Ben Simmons. He's a walking um, triple-double. He'll be a walking triple-double in the playoffs. Yeah, seriously. Kind of about you. You sticking with your uh, your Miami Heat pick or what? Yeah, yeah, sticking with Miami Heat coming out of the East. Uh, but I do really like the Celtics, too. Um, coming out of the West, extremely, extremely confident in the Lakers. Uh, currently watching them right now. LeBron James knows how to get people ready to play the game, and I think they're going to thrive in this bubble environment. They got really good team chemistry. They brought uh, Hot Soup Man, J.R. Smith back. Deion Waiters, another former Cavalier, is back. Cavs <laughs> legend. Yeah, they're pretty desperate for some bench help, but I think they got enough of it to uh, take some pressure off LeBron and AD as as the playoffs go on. So I, I'm pretty confident in the Lakers. A couple sleepers I'm looking out for, um, both in the Western Conference. I think the East is not sleeper heavy. Uh, so out West, I got the Mavericks, which are just Luka. filthy on offense. Uh, their defense and depth is a little questionable, but definitely Luka Doncic gives them a chance to make some some noise. And then this other team, I think, has a real shot at winning the title. Uh, if if things go weird because it's just, it's a weird season and just the playoffs, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Chris Paul leading a little group of misfits around. They got Andre Robertson back for the wing help on D, one of the best defenders in the league. That Steven Adams and uh, Chris Paul are just <laughs> the perfect duo running pick and rolls. Freaking love it. And then Shea, Shea Gilgis Alexander, yeah, he's an up and coming star. Yeah, no, you, you said it earlier about Sam Presti, but man, shout out to Oklahoma City too, because they've never not been relevant. They're always in the mix. You, you know, yeah. they, they don't be contenders per se, but they're always there. So. They've been in the playoffs every year since they've been an expansion team. Yeah. Ever since they left Seattle, they've been in the playoffs. That dude, that that's crazy, man. I mean, and think about it. Like, OKC's been the model of consistency since they came, since they moved to Oklahoma City. And you look at teams like the Cavs, who, in their entire history of their franchise, they've either been really, really good, 
like with LeBron and back in the day with Mark Price and uh, Larry Nance Sr. and all them, or have they just been straight awful, just god awful? And yeah. seems like teams like OKC, and it's like, damn, that'd be sick if our team was at least good every year, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, shout out to OKC for that. Um, as far as my picks go, it's going to be a little boring. I think it's going to be Lakers-Bucks. I, I feel like Boston, I think, is definitely the biggest threat in the East Milwaukee because last year in the Eastern Conference Finals, um, what really gave Toronto the edge was that they were able to clog the lane with guys like Marcus Saul, Serge Ibaka, Kawhi, and not give Giannis any room to operate down near the basket, making him a jump shooter. Obviously, Giannis, his, his shot's broken. Um, I don't know how much I trust it, especially, um, you know, the, this, this, this restart season now. Yeah. Boston doesn't really have those trees down low to clog the lane as consistent. Um, so that's why I still think I think Milwaukee's still the better team um, by far. I think they're deeper. But I think Boston will give them a run. But I think Milwaukee takes the East. And then in the West, I think it's be Lakers, Clippers. I think those are the two best teams by far. Um, I You kind of took my Mavericks pick. I think they could be a sleeper. Again, if Luka just goes off, he could just go off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In a short season, man, if shooters shoot, if Luka's dropping 30 a game, he I mean, he's going to take the Mavericks as far as he can go. Um, in the East, my sleeper pick was going to be Indiana, but they lost DeMontis Sabonis. So, mm. I, I, I feel back Victor. Yeah, but, I, dude, Sabonis first time all-star, man. He had a great season, and I, I feel like they're not going to be able to make that up. So I feel bad for Indiana losing Oladipo last year when they were yeah. hot. Now Sabonis this year, it's just oh man, I feel bad for them, dude, because they're they one of the Cavs. The toughest challenge in LeBron's last year with us. Yeah, they honestly probably should have beat them. Yeah, yeah, probably should have beat them, man. But yeah, so I'm sticking boring though. Bucks Lakers. You uh, say boring though, but that that's probably would be the the highest profile game. That would get me. Hype. I would want to see LeBron and, and, and Giannis go at it. I, I would. I'd be hyped for that. Yeah. I mean, it could be it could be like a passing of the torch kind of scenario, you know? Yeah, it could be. I mean, dude, we forget Giannis is still young. He's so yeah, young. He came, in, he came in the league at like 18 or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. Know? He's been in the league for like six years. It's, it's insane. Yeah. It's absolutely – the dude's only two years older than I am. He's the same yeah. as <laughs> He's the same age as Connor, and he's just yeah. – he's been turning up for years. Crazy. But, all right. So, anything else? Anything else the same base season we're looking forward to? Oh, one thing. Jaw Zion, obviously, those are the two rookies everyone's been comparing. Who would you rather see in the playoffs, in a playoff series? Because it, it might come down to those two teams uh, battling out for the eighth seed. Would you rather see Ja in a seven-game series or Zion? My new favorite team, the Pelicans, dude. Zion all the way. Let's go, Pels. Oof. I, Pels merch. Is, is that I, the I, horns up, I, go Pels? <laughs> horns up. I got a layered answer. I got a layered answer for that. Um, right now, as it stands in a COVID world, I'd rather see John Morant. If there's an arena, I want to see Zion because Zion can blow the top, top off the arena. This kind of when Steph Curry hits that three, the eruption happens. That that Zion alley-oop is going to have that same effect. It's going to get everybody going crazy. But since there's nobody really to kind of feed off of that, I'm going Ja. I will go. So that's my pick, Ja. Right now, it's Ja. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Ja, too, man. I've, I've loved Ja. I love that he's in Memphis. I've always liked Memphis. Ja, he's just so smooth, dude. And I love, I love that he's a pass-first point guard that can still put up 20 a game and just drop buggers on people. So, I think I'd go Ja. But, dude, I mean, Zion even today, Zion was explosive. He played the first three minutes. I think went three for three from the they field real quick. Call, they called him Zion Burst. 
he just gets three minute burst. Dude. The dude's like a wild animal. They just let him go. They're like, bro, to go out there and just ball. Yeah, so, dude's different. He's different. Tell you. And yeah. don't get it wrong. If there was a crowd, if there were crowds, I'm picking Zion with Connor. But no. just because of the fact that, like, you know, that you don't have that effect, um, I'm taking Ja right now. Yeah, no, I feel you. Yeah, dude. Watching Zion is just crazy. He literally just dribbles, made a little spin move, just puts his shoulder down, just knocks people over. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's the craziest thing. But, um, all right, any other thoughts on this NBA season? Anything else you guys yeah. want to do? Yeah, two quick ones. First of all, I've been watching the game tonight and some of those uh, exhibition games. They yeah. need to clear these floors better. I've been seeing a lot of players slip, and it's driving me crazy. So I haven't been watching that, but. Throwing that out there, because Zion tripped a couple times, and I was nervous. And then the other thing I'm super looking forward to, Shaq, Ernie, Kenny, and Chuck in these pregame and halftime shows. Yes. Best, best yes. quarters out there. Yep, yep. Best That's great. That's great. They are the best. Absolute best. All right. Before we move into our last segment, I do. I just want to add, also, shout out to the NBA for um, the – I love how they put the Black Lives Matter on the court. I love that they're letting the players put the different names on their back, like equality, freedom, um, and things like that. NBA is such a progressive league, and I think Adam Silver has really done a great job with giving players voices and standing up for social justice in this world. So shout out to the NBA. Adam Silver has again proven why he is arguably the best commissioner in all of major sports in America. So. You know, I, I don't even think it's – I don't think it's even an argument. I, I think he is. I, I, don't, I think he really is. I mean, if you, if you weigh pleasing players and pleasing fans, he's not – I can't even think of a time that he's really let anybody down, honestly. Yeah. yeah, I agree. And coming from my side, I was a commissioner of a flag football league that I won four times or something <laughs> like that. I can't keep track and made the Hall of Fame. But being a commissioner is tough. So Adam Silver is doing a very good job of it right now, I will say that. Did you make the Hall of Fame? So like, it's your Hall of Fame, and you put yourself in it as the first first member. Yeah, uh, let's get let's get the facts right. You were the commissioner. Right. You were a four time champion. Uh, three. I misspoke. Three time champion as a commissioner, and yeah. then also mm-hmm. as the commissioner and as a three time champion, you also are in the Hall of Fame. Okay. Yeah. No, that's correct. Is okay. it is it is it the Connor Hopkins Memorial Hall of Fame? It's like yeah. you know, and everything. No, no, it's, it's no, it's it's legit, guys. Go is, to the, is the championship trophy called the Connor Hopkins Trophy too? <laughs> no, it's probably Connor Hopkins Football League played at Connor Hopkins Stadium. <laughs> Connor Hopkins Football Team won against Connor Hopkins Football Team too. I mean, <laughs> Hopkins Island, you won't be leaving anytime. <laughs> they have Hopkins Island. Oh lord! All right, let's move on to our next segment. We're doing a little draft here. So obviously, second NBA theme. There is the bubble. So what we're going to do today, what we're going to do today is um, we're going to pick four players, including yourself, who you want to be, who you want to spend your bubble time with, but also factor in playing on the court. So who who are you going to be chilling with off the court in this little bubble, not doing anything else, staying at the resort, but who are you also going to be taking the court with and trying to win some games? Sean, how do you kick us off? Okay, so – Great question. I'm starting, and in no order I made these picks. I'm starting with Joel Embiid. I think he is hilarious, and I will try to put a battery in his back and get him to tweet some funny stuff. Um, So I'm going to start with Embiid. Um, 
I'm just going to go Lou Williams because of the recent events that happened with Lou. I'm picking Lou because so, if I feel like one night I want to sneak out, I feel like Lou might be down. Could be completely wrong. I may be out of line here, but I feel like Lou might be down. Um, this is another major assumption. My next pick, I feel like J.R. Smith would definitely be down, and I'm <laughs> with J.R. Smith. Um, and then Luka Doncic is my last. So I'm rocking Luka, J.R., Joel, and Lou, if I was stuck in the bubble. Um, and then I had to go play with them. Because obviously in that scenario, I would take point, probably drop out, I'll be honest, like four to six points, upwards to 18 to 22 assists, zero rebounds. Um, but that's probably what I'm rocking with. Luca, JR, Joel, and Lou. Yeah, that's a solid list. Connor, what you got? I, I got a couple of the same picks too, so Connor, you go first. Oh, you got a couple of the same picks? Yeah, me, Sean, we're on the same wavelength here. Yeah, yeah. dude, we're right here. Well, I got one of the same picks. Uh, so I got throwing it back to 2016. Seems like it's been my theme of the podcast tonight. Uh, I'm picking up J.R. Smith. As a, I'm, we're huge fans of J.R. Smith. LeBron James, Richard Jefferson, and Channing Fry. Oh, no, those are the four. I'm bringing a couple guys out of the retirement, bringing them back in. That's the squad I'm rolling with into the bubble. I think we'd have a hell of a good time. Rumor has it those are really close friends and I probably fit right in. So just give me a chance guys and we can hang out. We should make it this, we should make the, this podcast goal to get J.R. Smith on with us. Yeah. Let's do hit it. Him up, dude. I've hit him up before to like, let's just, him. let's just hit him up and let's yeah. just tag him at everything. Like that should be our goal is to yeah, get J.R. Smith on here. J.R. We, we need you on this pod. We need yeah, you everybody on. tag J.R. Smith. Yeah. Everybody got to tag him. Henny got, um, Stick with JR. Also, uh, one of my picks, JR Smith, of course. Uh, we did not plan this out, by the way, everybody. We did not. We didn't know who any of us picked. But the fact we all had JR is just absolutely hilarious. Because um, I'm taking JR first. Again, just what you guys said, man. I mean, the dude, the dude's probably such a fun time. He's hilarious. He'd be so much fun to hang out around. And just a sharpshooter. Um, and when I made this, I wasn't thinking too much about on-the-court play. I was just thinking about, like, just having fun off. So I got Josh Hart. Because I love playing video games. I know the dude streams all the time and plays a lot. So I feel like if you know wanted to unwind and, and not, not 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 get too crazy to kind of just hang out, we just you know I could whoop him in 2K real quick or something like that. Madden, Call of Duty, whatever he wants. Who wants to smoke? Uh, we could team up in Warzone. You know, so I feel like me and Josh Hart would get along pretty well. I'm gonna go Luca. I he dude. He just I I feel like he's just the nicest guy in the world. Like he just looks like he's just so nice. You know what I'm saying? Like he's yeah. the kind of guy you look at. You're like, man, I want to be his friend. You know? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm taking Luca, and then my big guy, Nikolai Jokic. I feel like he's just hilarious. The things he does on the court, he just looks so nonchalant all the time. So I feel like he's just got to be funny and pri- in person too. I like it. So, yeah, so I I think I got the God Squad there. I think we'd have a lot of fun, a lot of just joking around. Um, who's your four? Wait, who's your four again? On Jr. Yeah, Josh Hart, Luca, gotcha. Jokic. Gotcha. Okay. And then I, like, like Sean's time, I'm running point, dropping dimes. Or I'll give it to Luca and I'll get out the way. Dang. Okay. And, uh, if it's between me and Luca, I'm bringing the ball down. I'll make that clear with him. <laughs> Day one, I got it. Yeah. If it's between me and Luca, I'll pick up the clipboard and I'll go stand on the sideline. Nah, not me. I'm probably playing stretch four with my lineup. LeBron's running point. JR at the two. RJ at the three. Me at the four, running a little in out, inside out game, probably banging it down low. Shannon yeah. running some inside out game at the five. 
Oh, the the pick and roll with me and uh, Jokic. Stop. Best in the league. Who would you not like? Nolan is a nasty pick and roll player. Like Dude, I'm, always, I would, I keep my head up, man. I'm always looking, I'm looking. I'm not looking to score. I can't score, but I can pass. Who would you not want to be in the bubble with? Rudy Gobert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good question. Oh, oh, Kelly Olynyk. Never liked that dude. Nice things, dude. Yeah, he, looks, he looks like he smells. I w- I'm going to say, you know, the, the, we were just talking about this before we started. Joe Kim Noah. I'm not, I don't, I don't want to be in there with Joe Kim Noah. Mm, yeah, I'm not. I'm definitely smells. No, nah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah Joe Kim Noah, no way. Yeah, no, I've been like Kelly Olynyk since he, uh, since he ripped out Kevin Love's shoulder in the playoffs yeah. in 15, dude. Yeah, I'm not with that. I'm, I'm not with him. That's a good pick. Yeah, yeah. Any, any any warrior from the last like five or six seasons? Oh, you know I'd hate I'd hate Clay. He probably just brushes his teeth all day or something weird. Like yeah, you know, Clay, yeah. you want to play like euchre cards run the bubble? We got nothing else to do. He's like, no, nah, dude, I'm brushing my teeth. Yeah. Like, oh. yeah. Hold on, guys, I gotta go eat carrots. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't mind Steph Curry though. Like, I would want to know who like you really are. Like, are you really like just yeah, dude. I the, like the a perfect cool dude? Like, are you just a man? Like, like come on. I feel like he's a cool guy. I feel like Draymond would be cool too. As much as, much, as much pain as Draymond caused me over the years, I feel like he's a cool ass dude. I feel like Draymond would be annoying. Like he'd label everything and fight you if you touch like one of his sodas or something. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I feel like Draymond would be annoying. I think Andre Iguodala would be like the weirdest dude. Like you'd be like all like playing cards, laughing something, and he'd be like in the corner coming out of someone's room. Like, dude, Andre, what were you just doing in there? Yeah, like yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Sneaking around like he's probably like stealing peanut butter or something. I, I don't know. Just like doing weird things. <laughs> yeah, dude. The whole Warriors team just throw him, throw him, throw him in the bonfire. We're yeah. still mad. We're still mad. We're still bitter. Could you imagine though being like in a room with all these dudes? Like how like with their shoes on the floor? How much space they all take up? They all wear like size like seventeens. Yeah, that's true. That'd be frustrating, wouldn't it? Yeah, seriously. Tripping over <laughs> a shoe every step. Yeah, I, would, dude, I would look. I would look like a. Oh my god! I look so small next to him. I mean, I already look small next to most people. <laughs> next to them, dude, that'd be crazy. <laughs> any, any final thoughts, boys? The NBA season on a your bubble starting five? Anything? No, nah, I mean, I just hope we enjoy it because if if they're not going to do a bubble for a whole season next year, so uh, yeah, I yeah. hope everything gets situated and and, and all that, but. Let's enjoy basketball while we got it now because next year's up up in the air. Yep, exactly. Yep, I agree. All right. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to episode eight of the Yardback Sports Podcast. Sports are finally back. So follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Yardback underscore sports if you haven't already. Also find us on Facebook at Yardback Sports. Uh, we post in there daily. We want to get a lot of content out there. We'll be posting graphics, all that stuff. We'll be keeping track of Sean's shoe addiction, like we said earlier. So make sure to follow us for more news, update, and info on us. Thank you all for listening. My name is Nolan. For Sean and Connor, we will see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.